This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. If you want to discuss something, whatever it is, I'm, I'm happy. Yes? Keeping that, that sense of where you came from, you yeah. going out, it seems that the, from the stories that we mentioned, it seems that the only way to do that is to actually remeshkia yourself and learn for three months. When you're out there and, you're not, and you, you don't have an opportunity, where do you, where do you find that, that safe? You know, if a person has, to be more practical, that person's rabbinus is very well established and he's very well sought after, so he can take up three months off and he has a system. If you take one Seder a week and Skype and learn with somebody who's in Etzol or in <coughs> Lakewood, if you, if you cover one Seder a week to learn the unit to keep writing things, if you cover to listen to Shurim, Shmuzin from people that are from that world, <coughs> it keeps you connected. You, you don't lose, you know, the, the Meshna Knopf doesn't become, you know, your, your, your item of value. But the first thing just realize a person, a person will say the following: You know, I'm a very effective person. I'm torn to pieces, sitting and learning with my chavrus and Yerushalayim. In those two or three hours, I could be saving somebody's Yiddishkeit. Yes, but it's like the same idea where instead of investing in cementing the the post down, I keep buying more and more rope. It's like the Mishnah says. When the Anofim Amaruba and the Shrasha Mortim, the Anofim themselves become the leverage to uproot the, 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 the. And there have been, you know, there have been people who've really gone past, you know, they, they've gone to the other side. They, they meant well, they wanted well, they just got so involved that they just lost it. Yes? Is there an objective? Uh of the language of the Torah? The, the German who is in um, Korah by our heart, is he living falsely now? He has a false idea of what the Torah is? What he has is an explanation. The difference in explanation is the original language. Like we said, you can explain something well so that for all practical it's 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 a mila. It's a it's a pneumistic a mila. You say the original languages that were saying the Gemara. Can we just? Yeah, the Gemara Chazal. Uh, uh, one one of the differences. Is, I don't want to go far afield, but between philosophy and Kabbalah explaining things, philosophy explained Torah in terms of terminology that the world has. So you could do a very good job on it, but it's limited. And Kabbalah is an understanding that comes Mineo Bay. I once saw a safer. I've been looking for it, and I'm lazy. I know how I can find it, but I've been too lazy to do it. I, I have nothing to be as a kind of upstairs in the, the second floor over there, and has all this fun that people sent that he really didn't feel he would use frequently or whatever it is. So there's huge walls of spark. I was staying there once, and I picked out a safer at random, and I found the following. It was a safer written by somebody very modern. He writes Shtik of Torah, Lamdish Shtik of Torah, and in language it's extremely modern. You know, the, the like academic type stuff, but but Shtik of Torah with with Tudinim, but you know, he to approach is a very different flavor. And I remember the name of the person. I was, I was trying to get hold because I, I needed, 
and it had an askama from Michael Feinstein. So I was really curious about that. So I read it. You know, you'll read the but this was interesting. So I guess this person was from a friend or supporter of Michael Feinstein. So he was, I went over some of the shtiklach, and he's, he's, I mean, on the Dvar he compliments it. He says, but I cannot stop myself from making a certain ha'ara. He says, my chinuch is that the language of Torah also has to be Torah. And this is not the language of Mechunachim. This is not the language of Torah. It's, it's not that the things are right or wrong, but the, the language of a shikh of Torah is part and parcel of the Torah. Um, there's a, a lot in the Zaya, Kahadein Kamtsa, like a grasshopper, the Mashchemineu Bey, I think it's, a, it, its skin is itself, because it molds and it gives off the skin sometimes. So the skin and the grasshopper are one and the same. It's not another layer. It's Kilu, it's a Gufa Chefta. The Divrei Torah, the language of. Well, one of the things that. That was so astounding, really astounding. Was, I mean, his his articulation was extraordinary. His explanation, his command of language, the many places they could draw from. He never ever sounded that he's come from a different world. His kriyach was that different Torah were explained in a It never was. Translating it, he never was even far issued. He, he brought out the things themselves. It was an incredible kayak, but but it left people. You know, there are other people that can say things similar. It sounds like it's coming from academia. It sounds like it's coming from some dream uh, spirituality. Uh, many, you know, there are many people that say things, and you say to yourself, you know, I can't say that anything wrong per se with what he said, but the language is is just not. It's just off base. Something about it. Um, the, the, no, those, those are those elements of, of language. Yes. What? Who's the arm of American society in contract with Beisai? You were talking about the idea of going out to the arm, and here's Beisai. What level, to what level are we, are we referring to as the arm? So, I, I, if people who are learning Torah full-time means that they're learning Torah, but Torah. When, when, we when we were in, in, in kids in, the, in Yeshiva, there were two tracks. There was Ivris be Ivris and Ivris be Yiddish. So the from kids would learn Ivris be Yiddish, they would translate Yiddish. More modern kids learned Ivris be Ivris, they used to call that various by various. That was the, that was the, that was the uh, you know. Was, but, but, so people that are learning, so their terms and their musagim are, from within Torah is a reality in itself. For the people that don't need to translate it, that means it's their language. Is what describing an emotion? A very deep attachment, yes. It's, it's, attachment. It's, it's, it's not something it's bad. Yes, but, but, but at the end of the day, Kedusha to me means what I feel and sense when the word Kedusha is said. It's a technical halachas, what's mutter, what's asa. But, you know, the Ramam is a safer Kedusha, which deals with, with, with Machos Asurs and Surabiyah. But at the end of the day, it's meaningful in, 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 what, in what my heart and Shama associates with. Yeah. Has there ever seen someone who had been through the yeshiva system, who you might consider a yeshiva man, but then once he gets out there, you would realize that perhaps the reason why he's going over to the other side is because he never really made the yeshiva system part of himself? Or it's just that he ended up going too far over and, and was speaking their language too often? I think, listen, it, it, the cause was the more it's rooted in you and anchored in you, the more the, the, you'll never get away from it. Um, 
you know, people, once they have a language, at a certain age, whatever other language they learn, it's always with some of an accent, not 100% natural, and so on. So it, it's always a combination of one or the other. For some people, you know, there were some people, again, I don't want to say names, it's not important, but there were some people who were rooted, but they, they went out, they got fresh left in it. Was it because um, people admired them? Was it it came from a sincere wanting to reach out to these people? I, I don't know. You know, each person was different. But, but it, it's something a person has to recognize that you're not, do, you're not even, the minute you take the other foot out of this world, you're no longer giving real Torah. So, you know, of course, a person keeps mitzvahs, it's wonderful, but you, you, you're beginning already to give them things that are, that are lucky. Yeah. yeah. To put it as a heretic, who, who says that is To put it as what? A heretic. Yeah. Who says, who says it's important? Who, who says it's important? All right, he's That's keeping right. all of the, the mitzvahs, not doing any barriers, and he's bringing it back to Kuna Alam. So, so. Everything's How do you define this? I have, uh, I had a chavrusa, a friend, Slan So he once asked the, he once asked the rebbe about staying up the night before the bris. The rebbe didn't hold it, but he felt, you know, your, your mind is out of it, you're tired, and that. So the rebbe told him a marshal. This is in Sivashal. He told him that when he was a young person in, in Baranovich, he learned Baranovich, that's what Yeshiva was. So he met a, a peasant who was a thinker. And the peasants said he'd given a lot of thought to the world and every part of the world. He examined the human body, and for every part of the human body, he came up with a function, except for the head. He didn't figure out what the point of the head was. And after much thought, he realized the head is the ideal place to hang a hat on. <laughs> so, so his point was, you're doing a mitzvah with your hands, with your feet, your mouth, but when you're groggy, you're tired, without your head, a person's neshama, heart, chiyus, is not important. Akash Baruch wants our hands and feet. Our hands should put on film, and our neshama not be in it. We shouldn't connect. It's not ma'akiv, because it'll bring to it. But how, I mean, do you really think that, the, you know, that the head is just there to hang the spudik on? You know, it, it, it's, it, 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 it can't be... And, and I mean, the Vanessa, I don't, I don't want to quote be the, I don't want to quote, I, I think it should be muscle vision the person, that if our most prized um, parts of ourselves is the heart and the mind, it must be that that's the prized elements in every mitzvah of Rahman Alibabai. Yes? Rinda's um, explanation in, in the language of the people that are receiving, Rinda's explanation end and we start to be much build a total value to try and explain it to them. Um, on a practical level, if you if you never use the Hebrew, if you never say it first in Hebrew and then translate it, uh, you know, so, so that's explanation. If you keep developing the vocabulary, talk, I understand the downside of using using Hebrew words and Yiddishisms, but nobody understands it. I, I get that. There was Aynesha Torah. I used to teach like intermediates of older boys. And then I did one shear in, in uh, Derech Hashem for like rank beginners. Like people just walked off the street kind of type people. And one of them, he's today himself a mechanic. He, he told me, he used to sit to the Sherman and understood them. But I used two words that kept driving him out of his mind. 
Gashmis Ruchnis. And he couldn't figure out what in the world it was. So, you know, it, 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 the using the language, sometimes explaining something, when you want to explain Kedusha to people, so generally speaking, you have to explain in terms why it makes a better match, not a better match, this, that, the other thing. But sometimes you need to bring out the point we identify Kedusha by what Kedusha is, and we change our hearts and souls to resonate to Kedusha instead of reinterpreting Kedusha. You can make that point as well. There's a place when a person is ready for it, or you tell them just feel, and that experience that you had there was Kedusha, was Tahara, was, was Torah. Use, like a child, use those experiences. They're not going to come often, but when they do come, they're very, very important to, to have that. When Rav Shemin came, came, came to Silver Spring, um, I don't know how many years ago, was it 10 years ago, 12 years ago, he went around America a lot, and we were the last outpost. He, he made it to us. So um, I introduced him first. I spoke in English, so I could say what I wanted. Rav Shemin wasn't, uh, you know. Um, and I told them that when the Sfasemis was a very, very young boy, the Chedusha Rim took him to see the Kotzka. And he must have been so young that it didn't even make sense for the, for the Sfasemis. So someone asked the Chedusha Rim, why are you taking him? So he said, Let him see a true Jew once in his life. The, the, you know, when you have a yardstick, having even once a glimpse of somebody who's Emmis is 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 a, at least it, it's a model for other things. So so having that sense, you know, a person meets a big person, so on, that gives you that yardstick for what's Emmis. Yes. This is, this is mainly by saying it. Um, it seems I think correct wrong that there's a movement of there's a large group of people out there who are starting to learn super casinos. Yeah. See, it's getting more and more popular. Us, as people who kind of go through Mashkiyam, we hear a little bit about what the world thinks, and if it can die for us to be spending time, because it seems like that is the language that's, that's talking to people. So, the, okay, the language that talks, so, so, so two things are very important. When you communicate with somebody else, it, it has to be in their language, it also has to speak to you. Um, I tell people, what safe to use? They said it's very important. A safer that moves you is has a lot of kadima of a safer that doesn't. Um, to teach somebody else something that really kind of leaves you high and dry, but you think this person might enjoy it, it's hard. If, you, if your tone of voice is matter of fact, it's what it says, but if you yourself resonate to it, then this comes in every stripe or shape or whatever you want. And, and, and people, it's, it's not really mikshachas, ain't a doima chabad, to Breslov, to Pshischa, to anything like that. Those are all very different worlds. I, 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 and so, it, it, A, it's important to find a safer that if you heard it from somebody and you feel you got a lot out of it, then it's what to pass on. Um, if you never heard it, to you it's strange, and it doesn't, it's just not moving you. There's no point in it, really. You know, Mishabura, whether it moves you or not, you know, I'm saying, whatever it is, it's halacha. These things, it has to move you, and then, and then you have to try to pick up pieces that move the other person. Is there merit to, to give him over Torah in the, the original language, as the Rav says, 
Yes. And even though even though people might not appreciate it yet, if they appreciate you as a person and they see that you're a fantastic person, you're wonderful, even though you're not able to speak their language so much, they'll want to listen and they'll want to be part just because of the person that you are. So the answer is it is true that the but but if you if where you are is so far from where they are, and if you don't really have the chance if you have a captive audience, you're the Ravid Shul, and these people must come to Shul, whether they like it or not, then okay. But if they're coming here is because they're drawn. So if you have a phenomenal magnetic personality that just come to gaze at you and Kedush and everything like that, then, 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 then okay. But, but, but you have, so that's the thing, if you mix the pitches, if you, if, if you speak the large percentage of time things they understand, and every so often you allow yourself to say over something, you say, you may not understand it, but this was so deeply meaningful, it then has a, a, a shyness. Sorry, yeah, yeah. It's the Machal of Shoal, if the Shoal gets evenly divided between the Shem and Kalim and those that are going out, right. those that are going out risk cutting off or losing their anchor. Right. Would that be a silly decision for somebody to take that, that side of the option? Yes, the, the, the answer is it depends what you're good at doing. We don't know what a Baruch who wants from us, unfortunately. We don't have a Navi and someone that can tell us that. So if a person makes a decision, if, if the decision is made because I'm such a powerful anchor that I, I, I'm an anchor in the base Medrash, I'm here Friday and Matzah Shabbos and Sunday and I don't care for much other things and I'm Rosh Hashanah in it and this is me, then yes, if I'm a person that has personality and I can go out and do, the shine of, of having a little more of Hab, less of Hab, because I might get a little, it's not a, it's not a good shikul. The real shikul should be, what if I want out of me? What are the kalim I have? And where can I best use them? Um, so, you know, you always have to ask yourself, and is it an environment that I can survive? But the first, whether, when a person decides if he's going out to war, whether he's going to sit with the kalim or go out, it really should be up to what the person's is up. He's young, strong, and, and, and big, he should go out and fight. If he's older and staying there and defending what's there with, 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 you know, with all those things, that's it. Yes? I just want to, I think the question asked before regarding Casillas was more of, he's become a way of cure. Yeah. Um, putting aside the spartan used for, for that method, is the method itself something that... Well, how would you describe the method? We don't know. So, 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 <laughs> let, me, so, let, me, so let me give you, okay, so let's talk about it a little bit. Um, the, 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 the point of Hasidus that I think has become positive in Kirov is the idea that experiential Judaism has in itself a much stronger drawn person than just cerebral you know, explanations of doing good and so on and so forth. So the singing together, a tish, um, you know, things that really, really bring out a sense of experiencing emotions but Yiddishkeit is very powerful Hasidus, that element of Hasidus did it and it was very effective and definitely that's a very effective a, a lot more people if, if, you, if you do a good kumzitz, a lot more people will get attached than if you say a nice share so 
doing, bringing in that element, singing together, kumzit sing, being speaking spiritual things, you know, late like that. Those are very positive elements. So, so that part of Hasidus definitely is 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 uh, something to learn from. Um, not everybody has the cognition to do it, but if you have the cognition to do it, definitely you should. You know, it's it's, it's a very positive thing. That's been that's been done. The kumzitism, those those things that bring up, that bring up the hargosh and the late, that's been done for a while. It seems that it's become much more than that. It seems that it's become, or it's becoming, that that this is this is how we connect to Yiddish. It's it's more than just a way to be mekayer. So so, so, so what is it? Is you know, in, so explain to me what what it is that you're referring to. That's I'm I'm, I'm trying to have a hard time. Uh, what? Well, Pinis are means is a person. So again, if, if the different Torah that have a focus of an emotional attachment to Kaddish how Kaddish loves you, and this is Mahabit Kaddish and this type of thing, again, those are perfectly valid different Torah, and putting the emphasis on that over other things, if that brings people, it's is valid. Mystical. What? I guess it's probably more mystical. But yeah. so, so I'm trying to. I'm, 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 but again, w- w- like. Give, 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 uh, as we say, Brooklyn, uh, for instance. Uh, for instance. Yeah, Good. Yeah. What's your for instance? We, we, we're dealing with Balbati. Yes. Growing up, I was in Lithuanian Yeshiva. So the, the Iker was a guy sitting and learning Torah. Yes. Doing, doing, doing this. He's learning Torah all day. That was a schmitz, and, and it is. But there was no way to, there was no way, we, we didn't, I didn't see any Milo in being a Balbati sitting and working behind right. a computer. He was, he was the lowest of the low. He, he was not considered a schmitz. Being able to teach a person how what he's doing over there is a chash of and how he's been being a kaddish man, he's being taken oil of and and there's, there's an avoid for every every year in a different place in a different environment that not everybody is supposed to be so a, I, I don't know if that, that, that's not only chassidus, it's not all hers. You know, I'm serious. It, of course, of course, of course. The lights and the lips are where I went to yeshiva. That's not what they're teaching us. But but and it's absurd to teach that to somebody. To tell somebody that no matter what you do, your shay gets is, is not is not a an invigorating message. You know, it, 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 no, I'm, I'm serious. It, it, Have you found that as as you as you go out to like shmor mosi because you use the analogy like what like shmor or mosi, right? Yeah. The question is, has uh, this is Rama Ramat Agolan, right? When he, gets, when he gets back, when the person gets back, does he see that that just possibly? Um, the insuiness of, of, of staying in, in the in the anchor has maybe affected his, the establishment to the extent that they don't necessarily appreciate what they're supposed to appreciate, and and the, having that broader vision of what talks to Amaratsim has has realized that there's maybe a lack in the establishment. You know, we we have a very because probably gave us a fascinating ability. I mean, it, it's incredible. The, the, the person is a Bria that reflects so much deeper by the way it's constructed. It's normal we expect to see everything two-dimensionally. That's a normal way of looking at things because flat screen, everything. How does a person sense three-dimensional? How do I know that the, the outer railing is approximately a few feet beyond and so on? How do I have that sense? So there are a few ways. The primary way is because I have two eyes, and each eye sees something different. The way light strikes this, and I get two pictures. That's confusing. The brain sits like a computer and says, if the right eye gave you this picture and the left eye gave you this picture, it must be that 
There's, it's something is behind something else, and that's why I'm seeing that way. If you ever see those kaleidoscopes that before they invented, you know, any screens, they had these where you can see three-dimensional, you know, when you go to a place, that's how it works. There are two different pictures in each eye, and therefore you're seeing really, and the brain puts together three dimensions. If the question is, is this right or is this wrong, then it's flat and two-dimensional, and you keep being baffled because this is right and this is right and this is wrong, this is wrong. With, with time, you begin to understand this, it's like three dimensions, and I can't really say this is right, this is wrong. It's the two together. Um, had the yeshivas, when I, when I was growing up, yeshivas Kamat did not exist in America, so Lakewood was fledging, had 70, 80, and then YU was the only other yeshiva, everything else was, was, was nothing, it was like a handful or two. Sitting and learning was understood to be somebody that can, that can speak a sermon in English. Um, that was a major Talmud Chacham. The, the concept of what learning is, what Torah is, what is, didn't exist. I mean, there were religious people, Orthodox people, but where? Very far. Pushing this, the wheel hard right produced people that understand things, the Lambdas and the Havana and the Tvisa. The natural thing is that that creates um, a very strong pull to the right. Then people went out and they screamed, look what's out there. You, you people are living in a dream world. You're burying your heads in sand. There are, you're 10% of the population at best, 90% of the Jews are rapidly assimilated. The MS lies when you can put the two pictures together and see a full, a full thing. That, that's, that's where the MS lies. The MS of the, of the, of the ideals. Questions of those ideals, I mean, even the concept of only tyrant and nothing else. So I'm saying putting together all it's three, it's depends for whom, for when, how, where, why. That there's an Ainoid Bulvada only Akashbarhu and, and so on is the Emislamitri, but Akashbar put in a world where it's not like that. And just like I, I have to live in this world with Teva and with Akashbarhu. I if I don't make a mic around my Porch and Sami Hasram is hurt. I don't say, listen, Kashbar runs the world. He wanted to be hurt. He just, the answer is no, you're Otsech. You, you didn't make a mica. People fall off because gravity pulls you off. On the other hand, person has to say, you know, Kashbar was Mizam that he came to the porch and I happened not to have a mic at that night and he was talking on the cell phone and he just walked off and that was it. It, you know, if people come out of here and for 10 years they never run a concise, does that mean they're a failure? That's the question. It's, it's, it's a question of putting together the picture right. I, I, Baruch Hashem, I can't think anybody has a failure. Not for having learned, and not for having gone out. So the question is, it says, hamazik. The Sanhedrin woman, Muzogim. Life is about understanding how the right balance of different things. It's like, you know, they have the crazy things in America. Somebody comes up that carrots are healthy. So there's carrot bread and carrot cake and carrot grated and carrot 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 until the next that comes out that's unhealthy. So carrot free, carrot free, carrot free, carrot. <laughs> and somebody goes along and says, you know, maybe one carrot is good for you, but 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 nine or nine nine carrots is not good for you. Like like people don't don't realize, you know, the 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 wine that's not muzik and wine that's overly muzik you make a shahako. It's not wine. So somewhere along the line, that's where it is. Yes. This, this ability to take our language and be able to present it and translate it as their language, 
is there any way to develop and nurture that while we're here? Um, is it something that should be done? Just like, if this is your goal, just like when you're there, you have to keep on here. If, if this is within year two or three, you don't get So learn, teach a group of people in some setting, once a week, once every week, who know nothing. And get used to it. I remember the first time I started the Yishat Torah was the highest group Gemara. And I was baffled at how many things made no sense to them that I thought was perfectly made sense. And, and I just realized that I, there's so many things that's been used to it that I don't realize. And it was for me a, a learning curve to, to try and understand. I, I remember there's one thing specifically. There was a run that said something, the halach is something is mutter because of this. So he asked him, so how does the run hold the Gemara? So he says, mutter. He says, no, he holds it's usher. He's saying because of a very specific technical reason. But the etzen yoga. But he says it's, it's a mutter. How do you say it? He says it's usher. And, and, and we're going round and round, and I, 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 I didn't know why they can't get it. And I have, for me, this has been, Melissa, this is the type of words and thinking that, and this is the type of way people express themselves. I had to explain to them this between the etzen, and, and b'mikra, and this is because of a tam, rather than the etzim alacha, and, and so on and so forth. It, it's, it's, it, it does take time, and, and you're best off learning when it's not a, your job, but when, when, you know, when, you, when you can, uh, as they say, there's an expression in Yiddish, you, you learn to do haircuts on somebody else's beard, not on your own beard, you know, so, yes, it's a, it's a, so, so to do some of it, but again, this time should be spent on what you're supposed to do. Why is Rob, why is Rob not suggesting to be like Shmuel, actually be like Shmuel and stay in one place and go travel around and inspire people? Or that doesn't really work like that? There or is some, there, 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 for that? Most people need, the, peop, the person that inspires those people in a, 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 is your person. It's the home that welcomes you, it's the person that's there for you, it's the family that's yours. The personal <coughs> element is, is the most, probably the most important part of it. So yes, there are good speakers go around speaking from place to place, and you see them in the newspaper, and you know they're, they're, they're fine. Those those they inspire from that. But the most of the cure is done not by a speaker who spoke especially, by a person who's there for you, people that you connect to, that you like, that you respect, that you want to be like. And there's nothing to there's nothing that will that will uh, replace that. So how this idea that Urshina mentioned. About when you're deci- when you're deciding on, on what to say, you don't necessarily consider only what you want to say, but also who you're speaking to. Not also, you start with who's you speak to. You work your way back. Yeah, yes. Uh, uh, application question: If uh, if a, if a balabas offers you an hour of his time a week to learn whatever you want, yeah. So how do you how do you convey what to learn with him? Bedericol, it should be something that will engage him the most. Um, if it's a type of person that will like. Gemara and the back and forth on it, go with that. What you want to do is he should like that hour. More than anything else, he should enjoy it and look forward to it. Um, and you know, some people like simple Musa, some people like sophisticated Musa, some people like Gemara. And, 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 and you know, you have to use the right Gemara, so you have to go, you have to talk about it, argue. The main thing is he needs to feel the thrill of Shagataya. If, if you have a limited amount of time, the first thing is to get the person engaged with whatever it is that you're learning with him. Okay, I, yes. I'm sorry, who am I speaking to? I don't know who you... Dharma Golden. Yeah. For people who are in the base medrash and planning to go out and want to retain that anchor later on, is there anything they could do now to intensify their connection to the anchor to, to prepare themselves that when they go out, they'll still be anchored better? 
I think it's finding the limud that both in halacha and in agada that speaks to the core of them. What's the type of eon that they really feel brings out the best in them? The thing that they have a zika to, and same thing in, in, in agada. Because I think once you identify that, it's, it's easier to keep it going. It has to be something that you really connect to so that even when you have a hairy time and stuff like that, you still are able to connect to it. And I think so. Okay, the Seder Gemara.